0: Welcome to this week's episode of Soccer Neophytes podcast. It's mind the gap weekend as Liverpool and City show the great distance between the top 3 and 5 and 7. It's also the Soccer Neophytes derby double header. West Ham is for real, Leicester is regaining form, and we have a mid-table scrunch. What's up? Gentlemen? Kemi? Chris? Tim? Kyle? Oh, that's right. They all ditched me tonight. We have recorded, I think, in football neophyte, soccer neophyte history, I think I've counted that this is our 76th episode. And the first one since my very first episode where I've done it solo, usually there's been a guest, uh, in my first season until, uh, Chris came on, then we've hosted together. We've had neophytes like Kyle last season, Kemi this season, we brought Tim on, but I'm going to roll this episode Solo, which means it should be a short one. And it is so unfortunate because, as I said in the bumper, it was soccer, neophytes, derby, doubleheader weekend. I don't even know the next time that'll happen. Wolves, Leeds, my team versus Kyle's team, Liverpool, Manchester United, Tim and Chris's team. But it is one of those weeks that everything is going haywire bonkers all around us. So, uh, Kemi and Tim have crazy work situations. Chris has a crazy family situation. We did get Kyle to commit to recording last night, but things again, just went crazy. And so, uh, we didn't record last night. Now we're recording a night late and we've lost everyone except for myself. And so, um, That's okay. We're going to make this a good short episode, but we're still going to accomplish all the things we want to accomplish. With that being said, I asked Kemi to send me his thoughts on West Ham Spurs. And so here we go.
1: Week, week nine, week nine. Let's get it. Um, West Ham at Tottenham. I hope I got that right. Um, Early yellow card. A few yellow cards in this game, I thought, more acting than actual penalties. The game, to me, was slow. Um, West Ham seemed in, in control from the from the kickoff. Nope, you don't kick it off. What do you do? Puck drop? Yep. Um, they had control. Score ended up being 1-0. It could have been more. West Ham had some good looks. Um, good set pieces, if I can use that phrase. Um... But it ended up being one nil. It was actually a good goal by Antonio. Um, what second half of the game of the match? Um, I didn't see bubbles, and I'm wondering if that's if I started a little late or if it's because it was um, not a home game. Um, but I did look up the bubbles. The bubbles are pretty cool. It's a nice touch. Um, yeah, not not exciting. I probably won't want to have much to do with Tottenham. Um going forward. West Ham, they were they were fun to watch. They look way more put together than Tottenham, but um my bar is set pretty high for my first couple of weeks.
0: Well, Kemi, it's unfortunate. Uh he missed the bubbles. Those do go off at the beginning. It was a home game for West Ham, so you definitely should have seen them. If you would have been on early enough, uh you would have seen the bubbles. I am surprised you think it's a nice touch, but hey. That's why to each his own. I don't blame you. This Spurs team is shambles, and I think this West team's really like West Ham team is really likable. Uh, that was also a derby match. Um, West Ham is in London. Spurs are in London too. It's kind of one of the the lesser known derbies, I think, out of the London derbies. But nonetheless, it was a derby. And speaking of derbies, we had two soccer neophyte derbies this weekend the headlining one of course being liverpool manchester united and what a match i mean we're coming out with our episode uh, on wednesday by then everyone will have talked enough about this match um but what a what a crazy match what a drubbing like totally unforeseen i think most people would have Picked Liverpool to win. Manchester United's run of form has not been great recently. I think one point in their last uh, four matches, um, that's not going to get you very far. And so Manchester United not looking great. They've had some late winners in Champions League and in some other matches that have in some ways kept them kind of afloat and probably kept Ole uh, in his job, at least for the time being. And so, um, but to lose five nil at home, um, in, in a Derby match in a rivalry match, I think is, uh, it really is a new low for Manchester United. And so, um, I don't know, I don't know where they're going to go. I wanted to ask Chris, what do they need to do to finish top four, um, uh, obviously their defense is their biggest liability right now. Um, midfield, they have some midfield issues as well. They've got all this attacking options, but, um, it really feels like too many stars and not enough. Um, I don't know glue what, I don't know what's holding them together. I don't know what's causing them to play as a team. Um, so we'll see. Um, as someone who doesn't like Manchester United, I kind of like this. So, um it's fun to see. But um and then I think to me the other kind of just bigger issue was the actions of Ronaldo and Pogba on the pitch. I thought it was so kind of disgusting from a just spectator stand standpoint to see two guys just really lose their cool in very unprofessional ways. Ronaldo getting a yellow. Um, uh, I don't, I actually don't remember who it was that he was kicking, but fortunate to be kicking the ball and not the player. Um, really just no excuse for that. And then Pogba's tackle being pretty egregious, but, you know, out of control, both legs. I mean, the frustration's obvious, um, they say the players really love Ole and want to play for him and probably has kept him in his job this long, but we'll see what happens going forward. They can't fall too much further, I don't think, and Ole keep his job. On the bright side, Liverpool is just out of control. I mean, Chelsea, obviously, 7 nil winners themselves, uh, top of the table beating the bottom of the table, beating Norwich, um, but Chelsea's staying a point ahead of liverpool on the table but man i i think there's no scarier team than liverpool right now most most is playing out of his mind and the the fact that blew my mind is that mo became the first player to score a hat trick at old trapford in an away uh, jersey so first away hat trick at Old Trafford. I guess in the Premier League era I think they said. But still, that's 20 plus years. Um that's pretty remarkable uh, accomplishment and Mo Salah is at the top of his game right now. Probably not a better player in the world and um he's showing us week in and week out just how dynamic and remarkable he is. Um there was also a I think it was Henderson, a Henderson pass again, I think to Pogba as well that I wanted to highlight. Just beautiful. It looked actually like the Pogba or the Mosala pass from a few weeks ago. Um just curling it around defenders. Uh just b- beautiful work. Um The other soccer neophytes derby double header was Wolves Leeds. Um Score draw for them one one. In some ways, that feels like the right result, the appropriate result to to the match. Wolves were up one nil uh, the whole match. Uh, penalty on Nelson Sameto caught out of position, um, pulled down um, the young kid uh, for Leeds. Forget his name, but uh, Gerhart, I think um, Gelhart, uh, pulled him down in the box. Penalty awarded. Rodrigo puts it away, 1-1, score draw. Again, I think the appropriate score line, mostly because I think Leeds Leeds dominated possession. I think it was like 65-35. Wolves had some attacking threat. Both teams had options. And really, even though Leeds dominated possession, um, it didn't feel like there was a lot of... Of real threat on Wolves most of the match, um, but definitely didn't feel like Wolves dominated the match either. Um, (sighs) The passing for Wolves was really bad, um, and I think that's hurt them all season. Um, Had the Wolves won that match, had Wolves won that match, they would be in fifth place right now uh, with plus one goal differential to separate them from Brighton. Uh, instead they're 11th and that's something I just wanted to talk about here in a few minutes. But to be honest, I really think the difference between 11th and four, four has been poor passing and poor possession by wolves. Um, it seems to be a theme this season, a lot of ill-advised passes, a lot of, um, loss of possession that seems a bit uncharacteristic of wolves, but, um, nonetheless, leading to them being in eleventh right now, which um, isn't horrible compared to where they started. But um, also, I mean, amazing that fifth is within reach with the way the season started for them. Um, Huang scored the goal for Wolves. Um, Raul and Adama were mostly absent um, from the match, so I don't. There's I don't know. We're we're getting some results on. Um, matches where we haven't performed great. And so I'm hoping we can, uh, step up our, our game and continue getting points over the next few matches that are winnable matches. Um, West Ham United, as, as Kemi talked about one nil winners over Spurs West Ham, uh, is, is for real. I, I thought that they might have a bit of a Europa letdown with all the fixture congestion. Uh that certainly can still happen, but but they keep winning, they keep playing uh really well. Mikel Antonio, just a joy to watch. Um we'll talk about him a little later too. But West Ham in fourth right now, two points clear of Brighton in fifth, and Tottenham, who is in sixth. Um, and that six-seven spot, Tottenham, Manchester United. Um, two teams really, really in trouble there. Leicester, Leicester coming back. Leicester now is in ninth position on the table. Leicester two-one winner at Brentford. Um, I think before the season started, that would have felt like kind of uh uh boring or kind of predictable score, but I think as we've talked about a lot here, the way Brentford has played this season, especially at home, um, that's not an easy match. And then the way Leicester has been playing recently, I think they they got to be happy with those three points. And they kind of pulling themselves up to mid-table um, is, is a good place for them to be, especially because of what I want to talk about next. And that is... Um, We're starting to see some of that natural separation as the season gets on. Uh, We're nine weeks in. uh, That's about a quarter of the way through, almost a quarter of the way through. And one through three have have really pulled away. We thought it was kind of a four-horse race going in. And unless Manchester United pulls something around really quick, they're going to be out of that discussion. So Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, a point separating each of them. Massive goal differential for all of them, plus 20 for Chelsea, plus 21 for Liverpool, plus 16 for, for City. Um, Liverpool hasn't lost. Uh, Chelsea's allowed three goals all season. Man City's allowed four goals. I mean, they're just clearly the the cream of the crop. So top three really starting to separate themselves. Um 18 through 20, kind of the same thing. Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich sit with 4-4 four, four, and 2 points. Um, Leeds in 17th is 3 points clear of Burnley. Uh, Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich, Neither, none of those teams have won a match yet. Uh, and Norwich with only 2 goals on the season. I mean, it's just... It's, it's just horrible. They have a minus 21 goal differential, um, which is just amazing at this stage of the season. What is fascinating, however, is this fifth through 12th spot that I kind of mentioned earlier that wolves were three minutes away from being in fifth place and instead find themselves in 11th. And there's only three points that separate, uh, the fifth through 12th spots fifth being Brighton with 15 points and a even goal differential and then Brentford in 12th with 12 points and a plus two goal differential so um, we're gonna see tons of movement up and down that space and certainly there could be movement West Ham could fall West Ham could move up into the top three Um, we could see movement from Villa Watford Crystal Palace but um, that that middle table crunch is is really interesting right now. We did have a couple red cards uh, this weekend. Uh, the aforementioned Pogba red card, um, already talked about, and then Gibson for Norwich getting double yellows. For hair watch today, uh, I wanted to talk about. Tom Davies. Tom Davies for Everton. Uh, he scored a goal. Um, I think he had just come on in that match as well. But uh, Tom Davies, that guy looks like he just hiked El Capitan. I mean, I don't know if there's a more bohemian, rustic looking dude in the Premier League. He's got the big beard, he's got the long, kind of dirty blonde hair. Um he might have been camping like leading up to the match. Um, Tom Davies with the hair watch shout out for goal of the week. Um, I, some great ones. Callum Wilson's bicycle kick was great. Uh, Max Cornet, uh, a great, a great strike. But to me, it was Yuri Tielemann's um, shot from distance. Just a screamer. Uh, into the upper corner untouchable um, I really I really like watching Yuri play and and that was that was an ex- uh, insane goal for celebration of the week I want to talk about Antonio um, Mikhail with the Matrix goal celebration uh, after he scored the winner against Tottenham. I loved seeing that. For Lock It In, a um, little Lock It In review. Somehow I remain undefeated. West Ham over Spurs. I am 9-0. and oh. uh, In second place, Tim had Everton over Watford, which we didn't mention, but wow, Watford uh, beating them 5-2. to two after Everton was up 2-1 and seemed to have the match in hand and then let it all slip away. That drops Tim to 6-3. Third, Chris had City over Brighton, which was correct. He's at 4-5, and and Kemi got one correct. He had Liverpool over United, uh, and he moves to 3-6. With that, uh, Kemi had first pick this week. He took Manchester United over Tottenham. Then Chris is taking City over Crystal Palace. Tim is taking Liverpool over Brighton. And this is kind of to me what makes it even crazier that I'm 9-0 is I'm left with some very challenging choices. But in the end, I am taking West Ham again. I'm taking West Ham over Villa. For next week, Kemi is going to be focusing on Norwich, which I... Don't even know what to say about that, Kemi. You are in for probably a snoozer. They do play Leeds. Uh, Hopefully, for your sake, Leeds can regain some of their form, um, and it can be an exciting game because of Leeds scoring lots of goals. But um, we do want to give Kemi some people to highlight and kind of look at. Um, first is soccer neophyte's fan favorite, Timu Puki. As we mentioned earlier, Norwich has two goals on the season, and Timu has both of them. Uh, we love Timu Puki. Uh, Josh Sargent, the American, um, yet to score. Uh, miss that open goal last week. Hopefully, Josh Sargent plays better um this week i don't even know who else to talk about on that team um there's some guys who have been around the premier league here in them tim cruel's their keeper he's actually somewhat decent um if you can say that about a team that that that's that bad um ben gibson uh, Ozan Kabak, Todd Cantwell, um, Billy Gilmore. Those are some names that I either remember from last time or maybe have featured on other other teams. But um, there's really not a lot to look at. And since they're probably going to get relegated, you don't really need to spend a lot of time focusing on them. You can give it a little extra leads time. And maybe you'll be good luck and Josh Sargent will score 22 minutes that is all we got it's what happens when i just talk just crank through our agenda um i don't like doing it this way i much prefer to have my my boys with me so miss you guys but at least we got some content out for you um there was some debate this week on whether or not glazers out was still the call or if Olay's out Olay out was the call now so um I think leadership always starts at the top, so I will stick with Glazers out.